Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for our 18th day of November. I'm Paul, and I'm so happy you have chosen to come back once again and join us as we conclude our journey through the Apostles' Creed. You know, I was just recently speaking to a ministry friend of mine. We were raised in similar environments, similar ministry environments, and I expressed to him that I had gotten interested in the in the, uh, the creed. And he said, oh, which one, the Apostles or the Nicene? And I said, well, I'm interested in both, but I've been really studying and praying the Apostles' Creed. And much to my joy and surprise, um, he was very familiar with, um, sometimes prayed it, and thought that it might be uh, something we ought to consider instituting or reinstituting, I guess you could say, in some of our Christian circles that have not been familiar with the creed. I was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't really sure what the response might be. Now, of course, you get the other side, too, the other response that's like, oh, that's uh, religious, uh, snob church, you know, whatever, that prays the creed. Uh, I've been through, I guess, both sides of that now. And having sat with you for about six weeks here and worked our way through the creed, nearly seven weeks, I guess, um, I don't know where you sit on it. The response that I've received has been all positive, um, and people have enjoyed the journey and enjoyed taking this trip and learning a little bit about the history of the creed and learning a little bit about the theology that's uh, so evident as you start to unpack it. Um, but I guess my my question here on the final day of really discussing this is, what will we do with it? Well, for me, I've incorporated the prayer of the Apostles' Creed into my life. Um, I, I, I have a peace with it, with praying this all of this theology that defines me as a believer. But one of the things that I think I'll keep close to my heart going forward is the idea that for nearly 2,000 years, Christians of all over the world, of every uh, shape, creed, color, creed, tongue, have prayed this prayer as their definitive statement of faith, and that the things I held so big as part of the definitions of my version of Christianity aren't messed with at all. They aren't talked about at all in the creed, and that isn't because they're not important, but because they're not vital to our faith. It's vital to our faith to believe in God, to believe in Jesus, to believe in the Holy Spirit. It's vital to our faith to believe in the crucified, died, buried, resurrected, ascended, and seated Christ, that he's coming again, that he's the judge, that we will resurrect. These are the things that make us who we are. The creed doesn't say anything about the gifts of the Spirit. It doesn't say whether or not tongues is the initial physical evidence. It doesn't say what words you're supposed to recite over someone as they're being water baptized. It doesn't even mention baptism, in fact. It doesn't talk about whether or not um, you should be dunked or sprinkled. It has nothing to say about worship style or biblical translations. It doesn't, If it, depending on the version of the creed you read, it doesn't even mention hell. There is a he descended into hell in some versions of the creed. But we, we have a heaven, but we don't know much about it. Uh, my point is that if we just took the theology of the creed, it seems to me these could be things we could agree with, especially if we can get past our 
infatuation with the word Catholic uh, or our hatred of the word Catholic, as it may be, then we would have something we could agree on. And maybe if we brought this back into our our Christianity or brought it back into our worship services, at least once a service, we'd have that unifying thing that everyone had in the building that made them a part of that Christian family. I don't know. Maybe I'm asking too much and it's something to consider. And I don't know what it will look like for me if the Lord ever puts me into a church Sunday to Sunday. And I I do not tell the Lord no um, if he wants to put me back in pastoral ministry some way, someday. Um, I feel like the creed's going to become a part of that um, in the same way that I feel like communion would be a part of that. I'll cap it off today with the amen. When you get to the end of the creed, we say amen. We say at the end of prayers, and we say it because what it really means is, I agree. So be it to me. This is my, it's, it, the Hebrews looked at it as a seal of approval. You know my verse. It's my favorite one when it comes to amen. 2 Corinthians 1.20, all the promises of God are in him and are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us. We say amen because it's Christ who is the amen. The book of Revelation calls Jesus the amen. When we say amen, we're sealing what we're praying as what we believe and and go all the way back to the beginning of our study on the creed. It's not a matter of I agree wholeheartedly with every statement in the creed, but rather I I believe in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. What part of this I struggle with, I affirm as the truth that the church has embraced and I belong to that body. I belong to that bride. Let's pray the creed, shall we? And maybe now, six or seven weeks later, after we started, it will hold a little different feel for you, a little different connotation for you as you read through it or as you pray it. And I'll pray it and I'll take slight breaks at the end of the line. And I would encourage you wherever you are, if you're out on a run, you're driving down the road in your car, you're, you're sitting at your work desk, whatever, if you can, um, pray it with me, would you? I'll, I'll pause at the end of the line if you just want to repeat the line. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He shall come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Have a great day. God bless.